This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Tonight we have Mike McKenzie sitting in on the show. He used to go by Gunface, but we, as a society, decided one's looks aren't as important as what's inside. Forget the Gunface, it's about your gun heart. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. All right, welcome. It's another excellent edition of the Metal Injection Livecast, and we thank you so much for being a part of it. We have a very great, very fun guest, as if you're watching the video edition, you can see a little teaser here, here he is, Mike McKenzie. Whoa, this is weird, the more I move my hand. But, but uh, he'll be joining us in a few moments, and you can be joining us if you're uh, watching or listening live. We are live Tuesdays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 3.30 p.m. Pacific. And uh, if you want to be a part of the show, give us a ring-a-ding-ding, 213-WIDE-NUT. That's the number, 213-943-3688. And of course, if you need yourself a little extra Metal Injection live cast, you can always participate in our Patreon at patreon.com slash metalinjectionlivecast. For as little as $5 a month, you get at least one bonus episode uh, a month. And you also get access to the video archives of all of our episodes since we've started doing the videos in quarantine. And uh, you get a bunch of other stuff like Sid has a TV column and a few other fun little videos we do throughout the month. Last month we did a review of the movie Cube. And uh, we're going to have more fun stuff like that coming up. So that is on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Let's kick off the show. In addition to my sexy voice, you also have Noah here. Hello. My background is my foreground. And uh, and she's Noah Your Wounds today. A play on Where Your Wounds, Mike McKenzie's band. And uh, Sid is here as well. Hello. My back style determines my death style. <laughs> And we have a very handsome man. We got the Rinsky over here. No, I thought your background was uh, Romanian-Israeli. What happened? Uh, <laughs> renounce your citizenship? Well, for those of you who don't have video, my background is my dog, who is also sitting in front of me. And I literally just took this picture before we started. <laughs> oh, what a sweetheart he is. That's How old is your background, Rob, with the, the red cord guys? Because you look exactly the same. Uh, maybe uh, like at least 10 years, if not more. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, I probably think I, I look a little skinnier. That is in the backstage of Irving Plaza. Let's bring on Mike right now. He's actually, uh, he's actually here with us. We have Mike McKenzie. Hello, hey. sir. Howdy. And uh, we can't hear your audio yet, Mike. It's but, connecting. Uh, Using connecting. internet audio? There, there we is. go. Hey, there you are. On? How's it going, Mike? Thank you so I'm much good. for uh, hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, we were just talking about Rob's background, uh, which you're in. Uh, oh, yeah. Plaza. It's me and Greg. And there's Greg. This is my favorite interview uh, ever. Still holds that was up. Pretty, that was a pretty fun one. <clears throat> uh, it was at the Summer Slaughter, and basically what we did was, so this was at Irving Plaza, which is a very, very cozy venue, let's say, and yeah. the backstage area, whereas most places have, like, multiple rooms, this was just, like, somebody's bedroom, it looked like, <laughs> and this was for, this was Summer Slaughter, I think, so there were, like, <clears throat> 20 bands, and the other thing, too, is this is right in Union Square, like, the busiest part of Manhattan, so... Uh, none of the buses were able to park there. So they basically dropped you guys off and then parked in New Jersey. 
So you guys kind of had to like figure out what to do with yourselves the whole day. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We were, um, I think we, we found good parking that day. I think we were in our van. So I think we parked like not terribly. We okay. got, we didn't get screwed by the bus, New Jersey thing. I see. But the, the, the point I was trying to make is all of these artists are cramped with nowhere to go in these two tiny rooms. And we decided to do the interview right in the middle of it, like right in front of the entrance <laughs> to the backstage door, which you could see here. And, yeah. and, and the comedy is just people keep running in and interrupting it. And, and, and there is no interview. It's just goofing off for, for 15 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we basically just, um, we just uh, uh, verbally assaulted everybody that came through that door, I guess. <laughs> I think... Um, our, I think the interview we had done before was also was maybe the one, another really obnoxious one. So I think we were trying to keep up the uh, obnoxious. Right. The the behavior. previous one, I believe, Guy, uh, the vocalist, was also in. This was in Long Island, and that was just you guys. I was actually seeing that oh, one. Yeah. I was trying to conduct an actual interview and yeah. uh, ask you real questions, and you just didn't answer them. So this this time, I came more prepared. You know, it's funny, there's uh, that interview that we did with you guys in, I think Frank did it in, um, it was probably 20, maybe it was like 2011, uh, when we played a show with, I think Cynic played, and it was like a festival that you guys put together, I think, and we did an interview with you or Frank, and Greg and I just ripped into everybody so horribly it wasn't even funny. And then you guys lost the footage. And I remember being like, I'm so glad they lost that footage because <laughs> we were such assholes. It was not, it was like, people are going to be upset with us. <laughs> wow. I don't even remember. I well, guess like, what? We have found that footage <laughs> right now. Cue it up, Rob. It was, um, well, it was like a failed hard drive or something, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I always had suspected, well, maybe they were just being nice to us and they knew that we were making such asses of ourselves that they were just like pretend to lose the the recording <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's possible have you ever yeah. had to do anything like that rob pretend to lose the no uh would you i'm trying to think the old the only uh the only time we didn't really use footage is we interviewed uh the two dudes from decapitated uh, right before their terrible van accident, where oh, the, and it was the the two guys, like the the drummer who who sadly died, and then the vocalist who has you know uh, like life altering issues that he's dealing with day to day, and like the interview itself was like very goofy. It was uh, Dave Hill that did the interview, and so we're like, well, we can't, we can't run. This. It was like just bad. T yeah, it would be the bad taste to do that. Yeah. Oof. So that was the only time that happened. Uh, other than losing stuff. But anyway, Mike, they, it's so great to have you on. I feel like we haven't talked in a long time. And while the, the, while, world, yeah. the world is going to, to absolute shit, I feel like you are, are being very productive and, and using this, <laughs> this time to like uh, do a bunch of really, really fun music. And uh, you, you have a, a ton of projects. Uh, you, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm trying to... Um... I definitely, um, I just noticed your, uh, I just noticed your usernames on here. Yeah. Night oh, and yeah. Rob, know or your wounds. Uh, a Sid Cord. Yeah, Another one of the greatest is, men. Yeah. 
What's that? That was a reference from when uh, Greg was on here. Ah. Uh, yeah, he called himself one of the greatest. That's actually men. one of your future uh, projects. That's no, actually our caller called him. That. Yeah, it was pizza. Oh, that's, right. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, I've been trying to be productive. Um, I, I honestly, I'm basically doing the same thing that I would have been doing if there wasn't a pandemic. I would be, you know, the only difference is uh, there would be more certainty, I guess, but I would still be, um, you know, like we'd recorded the Ember V tie record already. And the only, it got, the physical got pushed back for obvious reasons, but, you know, we'd already kind of lined up all this stuff. So um, I love to uh, stay inside and, and write music so it works for me uh i really really love that record the umbra v oh thank you it's like uh it's it's all it almost feels like uh like a what might be the what could be like the next evolution of the red chord but obviously it's not the red chord like it's really just you from the red chord uh but well also greg, I was, I mean, we have oh, greg's in the band too oh yes okay yeah, and John uh, John Rice has been playing with the red chord for a while now, so there's a bit of there's a bit of okay, red chord so influence reason, in there. Yeah, and then but then also uh, you have Sean uh, playing with you, Sean Martin. Yeah, and I I really think that you two work really well together. Uh, like like your more death metal-y stuff, and like his like hardcore riffs, like yeah. they they really combine well. And I, I'm assuming you guys first started working together with uh, the other, uh, uh, like Jacob's, Jacob and the vocalist's uh, solo project, Where Are Your Wounds? Is that where you yep. guys first started collaborating? And then were you having so much fun that you were like, let's do more shit? Or how, how did it, what is the difference between Where Are Your Wounds and, and this new band? Well, um, when, uh, when Where Are Your Wounds was, I think it's, we started talking about, it sort of came about in more than one way. So there was like, Sean and Jake had been talking for years about, um doing a project like this like long before where your wounds um and then also at the same time while we were on tour we were talking about um um we were talking about just various projects we wanted to do and i think um i'm not really sure of the first point that uh that it really became a thing but we were talking and jamming here and there when we were on tour last year um at the start of our u.s thing uh in louisville we were staying at this house for a couple days and practicing at um chris maggio's practice space and we would we were just kind of we we were like jamming on bits and pieces here we'd already had been thinking about it it just sort of happened in this really natural way with i'm i'm really being uh, rambly right now but you know we've been we've been wanting to do more death metal and uh you know, we we would practice it. We get ready for tour, and we'd be practicing and kind of jamming a little on stuff or at sound check or whatever. Um, sorry, that that answer went nowhere. But uh, no, I get what you're saying. You guys were just jamming, and then realized, oh, like getting yeah. a little more death metal in the in the hardcore. So, where your wounds is more hardcore, and uh, Umbra is a little more death metal. Oh, I don't really feel like where your wounds is very hardcore, um, just because it's slow and it's like melodic and jammy oh yeah that's true um it's uh i mean both projects you know we had various ideas of what they were going to sound like and then they just every time you come up with every time you have a at least with me 
every time I'm involved in something, I might have some idea of what I want it to sound like, what I expect it to sound like, what my plan is for it to be. And that never really, it's always a little bit different. Like when we started doing stuff for Umber Vitae, we talked about, like I made a playlist of stuff that was um, in the vein of what we wanted to do. And it was like deicide, autopsy, um, disincarnate, a bunch of Florida death metal bands and some Swedish stuff. And it doesn't, I don't feel like it really sounds like any of those bands, even though there was a point in time where my, my brain was saying, make a record that sounds like autopsy. And obviously that didn't happen. So There's some Florida riffs in there. There are some death metal riffs you could hear in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, um, it just is what it is. And, you know, everybody, these days, I feel like everything is so <laughs> spread out. I mean, every genre is mixed with every other genre. Like, you know, years ago when BT Bam was starting, everybody was like, there's this riff and that riff, and now they're doing this, and now they're doing that. And now every band is like that. Every band has a style, like stylist. Uh, stylistically all over the place, you know? Yeah, now there are bands that cite BT BAM as their, as their reference point, which is... <laughs> yeah, and, yeah and, they, and, they, and they're influenced by BT BAM, so they write eclectic-sounding arrangements, which is funny because BT BAM didn't do that on purpose. They were just like, whoops, we're into everything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so also you have, like, two other bands with Greg. Like, are you and Greg are just like, we're not in a, enough bands together? Like, we need more? We do often laugh about the fact that we're in a lot of bands together. And uh, we actually, when I started playing in Wear Your Wounds um, and Greg started, it was a little before that Greg was playing with Wormwood. And he said at one point, he was like, it's weird being in a band without you. Like we're in all, we're in all the same bands with each other. It's, it's weird to like to play a show and you're not in the band. And I was like, I know it's strange, but so we added like 10 more bands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's uh yeah there's sexless marriage is the thing that um is like the most recent thing uh that's uh greg playing guitar um i think our friend chris johnson's gonna play guitar he recorded it and mixed it um and uh our friend chris bevilacqua plays drums um and mike morowitz is the singer and i play bass in it actually so it's like fast. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, do you want to play bass in this band? And I said, yep, because the answer is always just, yeah. Do you want to, oh, I'm starting another band. Do you want to be in it? Yep. What is it? <laughs> it's always yes. What is the project? The, the yes is first. What's the project? Oh, well, it's, yeah, I already said yes. So of course I'm going to do it. Yeah. So is there another band or was this the other band, uh, Umbro? Um, honestly, I have a spreadsheet. Because <laughs> uh, I can't. Let me see if I can open it while I'm looking at Zoom. I can. Okay, hold on. Let me look at my spreadsheet here. I have to keep a spreadsheet or else I don't. Keep, I can't really keep track of everything. It looks like just we just have you on audio now. Oh, you have me on audio. Okay, hold on. Yeah. That's you just okay. Share your screen. We can just look at all your information and share. <laughs> That's my tax information here. So let's just. Uh, <laughs> If you can hack my Google Sheets, then you'll find the the all the projects. Hold on, uh, what is it? It's in a folder called Oh, Night of Throne releases. This has some of them. Um, oh yeah, Sexless Marriage is the most recent thing um, that Greg and I are in together. Of 
course. Oh, there's another project that I haven't done anything with yet, but I'm sure that Greg will play. Greg will, I'm sure, end up playing in the band. Um, called Piece of Shit Family. Yeah. And uh, that's... Uh, I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's grindcore stuff. Uh, I think we have some other stuff that we've talked about that we haven't done anything with yet. But, you know, I know he has other projects. We're always just writing lots of stuff. And I've been streaming on Twitch lately. And uh, my Ooh. Twitch chat has... Um, has started developing we in the conversation we you know somebody will be like oh that's a good band name and i'm like well now i have to start that band you know <laughs> the most recent one that somebody said was uh third twin which uh obviously has to be a band so yeah we're starting that sounds it. like a band name. what genre <laughs> is that one gonna be i don't know i don't, I don't know if we talked about that part edm that sounds like an edm edm Maybe, maybe synthwave, maybe synthwave, a little synthy. <laughs> I do have a synthwave-ish kind of project actually that I haven't done anything with yet called Dualitist. Mm. Um, it's like I have an EP that's finished, but you know, it's just going to sit on my hard drive for another couple of years before I do anything about it. And you did that eight-bit. Uh, what was the? Was it that Night of Throne or what was the? the eight oh, part? Unraveler. Um, Unraveler. That was it. Yeah, Unraveler. I released that for free because I was making that record. I was making the Stomach Earth record and I was, while I was doing that, I was putting all this, like I was getting really uh, very controlling about making the Stomach Earth record. So it was taking a lot out of me. So while I was making it, I was also making the Unraveler record as sort of a release where it's like, I don't, this is just fun. There's no expectations. I'm just doing exactly what I feel like doing with no plan. And then, I had like 12 songs, so I just released it for free. Um, and then recently I re-released, I, you know, I sort of, I put it up on uh, all the services again through Night of Throne. Um, I, I plan on doing more, yeah. but, which is- Yeah, yeah that stuff is really yeah. fun. I, I remember when it came out, I like, well, I was really able to get work done playing it. Like in the back. It oh, was that's distracting. Uh, I thought we it was funny. Sorry. What's that? Oh, no, no, uh, what did you think was funny? I was I was just thought it was funny because somebody, I remember somebody said, well, all you need is a drum machine and you can make a record now. And I was like, yeah. well, yeah, I guess. I mean, get a drum like machine. That. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a great that idea. Yeah. Uh, we have a caller and you could be on the line talking to Mike McKenzie. Uh, 213 Wide Nut. That's the phone number. That's 213 913-943-3688. Uh, we have area code 956. You are live on the Metal Injection Livecast with Mike McKenzie. What's your name and where are you from? 956. Ed the Beast. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's, what's going on? Ed? Ed the Beef, hey. How's it going? <laughs> huh? What's up? Do you have a question for Mike? <laughs> There's a bit of a delay, so you guys oh, got to... Uh, okay, well, uh, first off... Uh, Sorry, man, but I don't, I don't know who you are. Who, who are you? Who are you talking to me or all the other people on this? I was talking to uh, us. Uh, the Mike guy. Oh, my name's Mike McKenzie. Who are you? Oh, um, my name's Ed. I'm from uh, Deep South Texas. I was wondering what you guys were talking about. Talking oh, about Mike. Is, yeah. This is Mike. We were talking time. about, we were talking about, um, well, this new band somebody started called Third Twin. 
Well, he has, uh, he's blind. You have to give him a little, a little slack. He may not have uh, come in contact with all your media and stuff. The third twin. Uh, yeah, third twin uh, is one of his bands, Ed. He was also in The Red Core. He's in Where Your Wounds. Umbra Vitae. I, I can't pronounce that. Uh, I can't pronounce it either. <laughs> but it's, it's good stuff. Okay. I'm in, a, I'm in too many bands, and uh, I you know, spend a lot of time creating new ones. Which, <laughs> you know, I sometimes I don't finish them. This is like when on Howard Stern, <laughs> Stuttering John would interview celebrities and be like, what are you famous for? <laughs> yeah. I'll, well, put you on, I'll put you on hold, Ed. Oh. <laughs> Just to... Uh, but so, Mike. So, what? What other than music? I mean, obviously, right now, there's not much going on. But like, how do you keep busy? What are you doing other than making music? Watching, watching programs. Uh, well, cooking? I am. Um, I I have been cooking a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing most of the same stuff. Uh, that my life has only changed. I mean, it's changed a little bit. Um. I, I work a lot of jobs. So mm. um, in addition to starting way too many bands, I also work too many jobs. Um, right now, most of those jobs are not happening because most of them involve live events. So, uh, you know, I work for a catering company. Uh, that's not happening right now. Uh, I know those guys are busy, but they're not calling me, you know. Um, they're not having parties. Um, I work for Harvard and I work for MIT and I work at Whole Foods. So Whole Foods is still running. So I still have a job, but yeah, about 75% of my jobs um, are currently not happening. So I've been writing some music and going to work and uh, making food and yeah, not a whole lot. I mean, I started doing the Twitch, Twitch stuff. I started streaming. Um, and you just play uh, retro games or what kind of games do you play? Uh, I've been playing some old stuff. I lately I've been playing Dark Souls, um, and uh, I played Hexen Beyond Heretic, uh, which is an old first-person shooter. I do a little bit of music on there. Like today, I I, I worked on a Beyond the Six Deal mix because uh, we have another we have a record that's basically done that I have to finish. So I've been on oh, there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it creating more projects and streaming those projects and um, working and, you know. Well, and, and obviously <laughs> I have to ask about the red cord. Yeah. Has there, has like, are, is that just like done? Uh, no, I mean, it's never been. The thing is, I always think it's funny that people assume it's done because when you look at like a lot of bands that have put out records with long spans of time in between i mean people i guess being on tour a lot back in the day set a precedent for how active the band is and that means um you know uh well, we put out a record every two, three years. That means if we don't put one out in three years, then we must be on hiatus. But realistically, like, what's the definition of a band? What, like, what is it? You know, if you don't put out a record for 10 years, you're not necessarily broken up. We're not getting together. Um, We're just inactive. Yeah, I mean, we've been inactive for a while. It's, it's stopped 
um, it's the weirdest, kind of the weirdest way it happened. Um, we were, you know, we were touring relentlessly all the time. And 2011 happened. We played, we did this tour with Gaza and trapped them. And then we got home and we just like went to our houses and didn't email each other or call each other or talk about tours or take any tours or work on a record. We just, it's almost as if we just went home and pretended it didn't ever happen. It was very strange the way it happened. Um, I think we were all like in need of a break. Um, not Greg, Greg would have gone forever. You could, I, one thing that's funny about Greg is like, he's like, he's the only one in the band I feel like who was, you know, a hundred percent at all times, you know, um, Greg would play a show. If I, t if I asked him today, I always laugh. I joke with him about this idea. Like if I asked him right now, you want to play a show tomorrow for one person and we're getting paid nothing and it's tomorrow and it's a band we just made up. He would just say yes. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. I'll play any show, anytime, anywhere. Um, but I know Guy and I were kind of burnt out. Um, I was, I, I said it a lot back when that happened that it was my, my doing, but I think it was a group, sort of a group effort. I mean, we didn't, I was definitely really burnt out at that time. And uh, yeah, we stopped doing stuff for a while. We didn't really, have a plan for it. Greg got a job and um, actually at Whole Foods and he, <laughs> he would ask us, um, he'd ask Guy and I, he'd be like, hey, uh, they're offering me a promotion. Should I take it or are we gonna go on tour? And we were <laughs> like, no, yeah, take the promotion. Yeah, of course, you know, we're not gonna tell you not to take, you know, more money. And then that kept happening and he kept like moving up at his job and, and then uh, years passed and then we, and then we played that show in Japan. Um, our friend, actually, it wasn't that long later. It was only that was only like three years later. But uh, our friend Adam, was it Adam? It was our friend Adam who reached out and was like, "You want to play this fest in Japan?" We said, "Sure, let's get let's get our shit together enough to play a show because we want to go to Japan." And we did that. That kind of got the gears turning again, and we played a few fests here and there. And, uh, and then we, and you know, people thought we were going to do stuff again because we were playing some shows and then we sort of went dormant again. Um, but it's just a, you know, it's like different things happening in our lives and, you know, we're yeah, playing but, different but like, bands and stuff. Yeah. Like the reason I say that is just because with, uh, with this new project, it's like you said, it's basically the, the red core just about Guy, uh, and, and with Sean and, and Jacob included. So that's kind of why I was like, oh, well, I mean, they're writing new music, like the, instru the instrumentalists are writing new music, but it's not the record. So that kind of made me wonder like, oh, it, would you, like, would there ever be another, like a red chord EP or whatever? And like, but you're saying the door is not closed, but it just, there are no plans right now. Yeah, I mean, it's never really been closed. It's, it's always been, um, we never made any kind of decision. We always, uh, we always would occasionally talk about it and say, oh yeah, we'll make another record. And, and, you know, I'm sure at some point we will, but who knows when that'll be. It's really, uh, we had, we, each year we, we always have some kind of conversation where we talk about, well, maybe we'll do it this year. Maybe we'll do it this year. You know, it could be years from now. Um, it's hard to say, but, but every time, um, you know, every time I, I basically 
all this other stuff has been happening where I'm, for me at least, where I'm putting my focus somewhere else. So making a red cord record takes a lot of time and work. And um, for me at least, it's like a lot, it's like a lot of, uh, a lot of emotional bandwidth that I just don't have right now because I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of tough too to like put all that stuff aside, you know, and like put all that work into something um, you know, when I'm, when I'm, I'm more inspired to make other music right now, you know, like, um, I know Umber Vitae has some parts that sound red cordish, but that's just, you know, it wasn't intentional. It's, um, it's just, you know, it's the parts, the parts that I've contributed or the parts that Greg's contributed, you know, are our styles and that it's going to happen. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I mean, there's no definitive answer for anything really still after all this time. I mean, did we think that we were going to live through a pandemic? Anything is possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, we do have one more caller. Let's see if this person is aware who you are. Area code 224. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the Metal Injection Livecast with Mike McKenzie. Hey, how you doing there, Gumface? Uh, long time fan there. Long time first time. However the fuck it goes. Uh, hey, how's it going? Big, uh, big fan. Big fan of uh, Red Gold and uh, all that Red Gold merge, uh, specifically the Red Gold Crocs. You know, I really like those. those oh, yeah. We worked hard on those. Thanks. It's well, tough to get guys. the logo all around the uh, all around the holes in the Crocs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good good stuff. Uh, I've, got, I've got one more question. Uh, I was, I'm actually the triangle player for uh, Chelsea Green Band. I was wondering if I could uh, get a tryout for uh, – Ladder up an ass uh, project if that's still going or not? Oh, that's a deep reference right there. Ladder up an ass, yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to see. Oh, um, Thank you. Take care, Mike. All right, take it easy. He's done. Thank <laughs> you, for, wait, thank you for your excellent was, uh, references. <laughs> I was going to tell him he could be in Ladder up an ass, but he hung up. So we'll never know. There goes is. his chance. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, that's a that's a that's a great thing to kind of wind down on because about now it's been like twelve years since this happened where all the bands on Mayhem Fest <laughs> made up a fake band, ladder up an ass, and it closed the second stage of the <laughs> festival, and it was the most obnoxious thing. It was like you, Corey Taylor from Slipknot, like everyone was was in this band, everyone but I think Dragon Force because they were about to go on they were, on they the main stage. Play, yeah. <laughs> Dragon and it was, Force. I think they ran over to the end of our set to be at. I think a couple of the guys made it over for the end, but and this was the yeah, last we had to play the tour. We had to play at the same time as them. So now I remember uh, Clown from Slipknot demanded to shoot video footage of this because the venue was a union venue and would not allow this sort of thing without paying the union for setting up the stage or whatever. He was like, "Oh, we just need to document this. We're never going to show this anywhere." The venue is closed. It has been closed for a decade. Release oh, really? this footage. Yes. I didn't, I didn't realize they closed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the venue as it was at the time is yeah. there's no like it's a, a different owner bought it. It's like that the Nassau Coliseum no longer exists. Wow. So, so now well, maybe then, this footage can be released. Do they, do they allow uh, filming at the new venue? No. But also you were in the parking lot to be fair. You weren't in the venue. We were in the parking lot. Um, and, and there is footage, and I do have it. Oh. Uh, 
and it's incredible because it's edited and everything. Oh my God! Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Rob, Rob, ladder up and ass only plays parking lots. They, they insist on parking lots. We play parking lots. We were going to play a second show. Actually, um, your story earlier about um, Decapitated made me think of this. We were going to play a second performance on the tour, but um, uh, then uh, Phil, Phil from Machine Head had uh, like a fall on stage where his like, knee gave out or something. Um, and they were playing right before what, when Ladder Up and Ass was going to play. So we just, mm. and we were like, oh, it would be in poor taste to go on and act like total idiots right now, right after Rob, uh, right after uh, Phil was hurt. Um, I think it was his knee. Anyway, he had an injury. And uh, yeah, so we decided to play <laughs> his injury ruined. But uh, yeah. So the, the funniest part of that story, though, is I remember is like Corey Taylor demanded that like there be delivered so many of this what one particular instrument what was the instrument it was the triangle um, okay <laughs> he actually spent a good amount of money on that project because he rented a tuba or a sousaphone and um and he didn't he he lost his deposit of like 250 bucks because someone threw a marshmallow peep into it uh because we were throwing marshmallow peeps at the audience because the band had this whole backstory about how we're we're trying to protect gummy animals and, and, and like we, we are, we believe that gummy animals and marshmallow animals are really alive and we're, we're trying to protect them. So for, so I guess we throw them at people. But, um, oh, someone's phone is blown up. Um, oh, sorry. So then, uh, so then anyway, we, uh, yeah, he, he, he had gotten that, he lost his, his deposit on the rental and then, uh, and he paid for the, we, we got all these, um, the, the triangles were all, handmade somebody on the tour made them out of a bunch of scrap metal um what else happened we, we had all these set? i feel like something had to be delivered the tuba it might have been the tuba um yeah there were a few different things i remember him saying at one point i was like wow you're spending some money on this like that's are you sure you want to do that and he was like well you know i could like uh you know i could like buy a, a used car or i could do ladder up an ass <laughs> which uh his spirit was really in it it was definitely um it was one of those moments where greg and i have done a lot of like ridiculous goofy bands with each other like last minute bands where we get on a real show and this was the most ridiculous and we were walking on stage and looking at each other going we're really doing this like we're gonna do this there were two thousand like two thousand people i think watching us when we started and probably like 10 by the time we were done it was like <laughs> everyone every, everyone hated it I, I it was so i think what really worked is look you got you and greg had the insane idea and by having corey taylor on board who like was basically the most powerful person on that entire festival <laughs> yeah. all of your dumb ideas we're gonna have all, because he he, he, he signed the, off on them <laughs> all the stupidity converged yeah um yeah he, he well Corey was just as much a uh a mastermind behind ladder up and ass as us and uh it was a lot of um it was a lot of conversations at um at breakfast or lunch at the catering area every day where we were coming up with this idea and uh uh, a couple of the Walls of Jericho guys and uh, Braun from Mastodon and a bunch of people, we would sit around and talk about these stupid ideas. And then one day we were like, what if we just got on one of the shows? And that's when Corey was like, I could get us on one of the shows. 
and then it became a real thing and uh and of course we were like well yeah these are you know we're guys that say yes to everything so we're obviously going to do this really stupid thing uh and the whole point was to really annoy the crowd and get them to leave because we wanted to be so obnoxious that no one could even stand it and i think we did it <laughs> I think you did too, and I, I was so impressed. And that's why I think we need to release the video tape. Yeah. Well, we yeah, found the guy we, that has it. Yeah, it might be time. And like, we don't have to say where it happened. You know, we don't that's have to. True, yeah. We don't have to like get I those Google alerts going. You could put a virtual background. Or we'd have know. To, yeah, we'd have to edit it a little because um yeah because there is some you can see where we are. There's all this behind the scenes footage leading up to it. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> there's all this great, it's very fun and stupid. All our music was pre-recorded. We recorded all the songs on my uh, Boss BR8 8-track that I brought on the tour with really bad drum machine stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, it was all mostly recorded in the van. And then we just blared it over the PA uh, while we ran up. I, I do remember Corey Taylor blew off a ton of interviews that day because he was in the van with you guys. <laughs> recording yeah. stuff <laughs> and i was just like this is surreal like what, what what's going on it was uh, so, um yeah it was a, it was a good time <laughs> so you know maybe at least just send it to me i just like to see it i won't really, i'll sign an nda or something not to release it <laughs> all right if i can find it it's somewhere on a hard drive but i do have it okay well uh i really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us it's been so great to catch up with you and uh yeah and if, if we weren't in this whole quarantine thing, was there a plan to do shows with this, this Umbra Vitae band? Yes. Um, and actually, uh, I'm not sure. It probably, Umbra Vitae probably would have played shows around this. I mean, we might have played them a little earlier, but we do have plans. We do want to play some stuff. Uh, I'm not sure when that'll happen, obviously, because of this. Right. Um, and also because we have you know, guys that live in different states and stuff, but uh, it will happen at some point, unless the world ends before venues open. Um, yeah, or just like, yeah, venues all closed because mm. they run out of money. Oh! Yeah, and we obviously, you know, like we, <laughs> our our world is the last to come back in all this, uh, yeah. but um, when it does, we'll, we'll, we'll play for sure. Awesome. Well, Mike, thank you so much. Everyone needs to go and check out this album, Umbra Vitae. Features Converge's Jacob Bannon, Sean Martin performing the Apri, Greg Weeks of many popular bands, and Charm. <laughs> so, good Charm. stuff. And, uh, and all of Mike's bands. Mike, rattle off some other band names. Stomacher. Oh. Beyond the Sixth Seal. You already said those. Night of Throne. Oh, yeah. Man. Yep. <laughs> so many. Um, Spreadsheet. Just send us the spreadsheet. We'll post it. Yeah, I'll post it. I'll give you a spreadsheet. I got more. I got new ones that I'm not going to announce yet, but there's more because I'm a total masochist. So. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you again, Mike, and uh, and we'll let you go. All right. Well, so, thanks for having me. Good yes, to talk absolutely. to you guys. Absolutely. Have a good one. All right. Take it easy. He's out of here. All right. Did we just have our own fartgate situation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was a fartgate. I think that was him. What? I assume it was him. I didn't catch it. He, he gave a little smile. He adjusted and there was definitely a fart sound. It was quite yeah. Wow. 213 Wide Nut, if you heard it, give us a call. <laughs> it's important. I thought that, like, because Darren was moving, so I thought that Darren, like, had pressed mute and he thought he was muted and he did it. Nope. But it wasn't oh, well, Darren. I 
Mike was moving also. So I, I, was, I thought it was like a... No, it was definitely screen. Mike because he smiled right after. Like he, oh, he I gave guess it away. Oh, I was looking at Darren's screen. At the well, screen. if that's true, if, if he did fart, that means we have a tic-tac-toe of uh, people who have farted in all these three backgrounds here. <laughs> farted on air. <laughs> They've all, they've all farted on a live broadcast. <laughs> I farted on air. Or at least I, I'm sure it's happened. I've definitely farted on air, but I don't know that it was audible. Like I think I tried to be yeah. and I also time my meals, so I don't usually have gas or shit <laughs> brewing when we do the show. But it's happened. It's natural. 11 years. No, yeah, of course it's natural, but I'm just saying like I'd rather not like break up the show if possible or break my underwear. Yeah. Well, speaking of breaking up the show, let's let let's get a little lighthearted with a I want to I want to quickly do a, a screen share for Wait, a, don't, don't we have a special message? Oh, we do have a special message. We have we have a very important announcement about a very important album. Yes, very very important especially to me. <laughs> And that is, of course, that this month, Sweden's Falconer will release their new album, No Abior Endorsed Falconer. That's the name? Their... <laughs> it's the sticker on the album. Oh, okay. no it's Abior not the name, but they bought a paid endorsement from Noah. No, no, they didn't <laughs> they have, have to pay, pay me. They didn't this not, is an I... organic endorsement. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so Sweden's Falconer will release their new album from a dying ember via Metal Blade Records this month. It was mixed and mastered by the legendary Andy LaRock. And From a Dying Ember is a folk power metal smash that will surely please old and new fans alike. So, no, I think you'll like it. I'm you definitely an your... old fan. you calling her. You can purchase your copy right now at metalblade.com slash falconer. Falconer's back, baby. Excited? <laughs> I listen. Oh, yeah. I I I love that Mountain Man boy. That is. Do you want to do you want to hear a little sample of this new their new single? Sure. Desert Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I love that kind of song. Yeah. It's great. Hey, thanks. Rob's first joke. <laughs> I'm in a hurry go. to the right. <laughs> Falconer from a dying ember out now on Metal Plate Records. And that was only a joke. There's no corny Rob puns on this album, so don't let that deter you from buying it. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of corny puns, great transition, Darren. I want, like, Sid found this commercial. <laughs> And we're blown away by it. And, and longtime fans, I think, will re be really blown away by it uh, because it, it. I just couldn't believe what I was what I was hearing. So let let me, let me share my screen here so that uh, I could, uh, for our video folks, they could see that as well. 
Is Sid frozen? No, I'm just making just... a weird face. <laughs> here we go. Here, here is. Here it is. Oh yes. If you get in an accident, your car or truck got hit. If you get in an accident, your Uber or Lyft got hit. Just do it, do it, do it, do it. Call us now. Call an expert. Call us now. NY Hurt. Right now, you need an expert. One eight three 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 and why hurt? My neck, my back, my car just got smacked. <laughs> I came home. That was it. Oh was my it. god! I don't, I, 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 it's I so weird like that. Yeah, go ahead, Darren. They don't. Ha she doesn't have the. I would say the panache of, of Kaya. Well, there's so there's so much to analyze here. Of all the songs to this parody, this is a law firm. Everybody, a law firm. Video. You use my neck, my crack, my pussy, my back. What? She well, didn't they, say pussy and back. She didn't say back. I I understand. It they used the two most things to a to a law firm. I would say. <laughs> right. Yes, you can. I mean, you can sue for someone touching your pussy or your crack. But. That's true. You know, maybe there's an offshoot commercial in the works. And also, I like that they they write that they speak. They speak Russian <laughs> in the commercial. Wait, now, how do you sing that song in Russian? Go ahead. Go rub. Uh, how do you say neck in Russian? The Kaya. Call, Russian. call your mom and ask her. Maya Shea. How do you say back? <laughs> Come on. Why are we asking you, Rob? I'm on the, yeah, you sing it, Sid. Yeah, you do I'm it. not a singer. I'm the lyricist. <laughs> it's rapping. You can just rap it. I really think rap. this was like maybe like an intern or a paralegal at the place trying to impress the higher ups. Like I could do our commercial and save us a lot of money. No, that's it, it, Chrissy G. She's like, that's like her name on the law firm. What are you talking about? Wait, what? Isn't it like the lady in the image? I was going to ask you that it? because there's for those of us, yeah for those of you listening on audio only, there's like a, 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 a like a bimbo. Like she's got like a. And I don't mean it disparagingly, like she has that style of. Uh, he means the cookies. Yeah, she's got Not like. Fair. Yeah, you will you play it again? You'll see. I mean, we can describe it. Well, I just loaded her uh, Instagram page. Hello. Uh -oh. Yeah. oh. She is a hashtag lady shark. <laughs> oh, that New is York. her. Okay. She has that a lot of her. followers. New I didn't York know. And I, I thought maybe they just got a model to. Uh, to represent the law firm. No, look, no, that's Chrissy G. New York so and federal it. attorney. She's no bimbo, Darren. She's got she's got her law degree. No, no, I, I like that. I said, I, I was careful to say that. I don't mean that in a disparaging way, but that's the style that she's putting. And out. I like all these flags represented here. All these, all these different. I don't. Is this her ethnicities? I don't understand. Uh, or maybe those but, are like ethnicities of her clients. <laughs> she asks I, them when they come in. She wants to collect all the all the flags. So it's like a combination of thirst traps and then like <laughs> like ads. It's definitely like ninety like thirst traps. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yes. The further down, there's no more. But I like. Oh, I'm at the office here. I want you so obsessed. You have my, my picture in your wallet. That's her caption. Not even your business card. Your picture. Come on, ma'am. What kind of professional I are you? I always wonder about the guy. Can you go back to the last screen you were just on with the text there when you went to click on a picture? There's all these, like, there's, whenever you look at an Instagram picture, there's, like, 
there's one guy just saying you're beautiful and gorgeous and adorable. Oh yeah, the reply guys they're called. <laughs> hey, well, what do you, what do you think that's going to accomplish? Like do you think I I gonna... feel yeah, like in my head I really think that they think that by offering a compliment that Chrissy G will see it and be like, "Oh, he likes and, me." And she'll click on Look his at that. Yeah, look at that. Look at that avatar. He's we, uh, do we want to blow him up and see <coughs> who that guy is? Amori. Well, this is a public profile. He's this, got his own. Either, either of these guys. Wait a oh, minute. No. Oh, no. Is that, is that the Dominican Mark B? Oh, <laughs> what's going of, on there? Oh, my God. Kind of it looks like he like only posts memes here, too. So. Oh. Oh, well. so it's like she sees this like, oh, a man of culture. I'm definitely going to hit him up. <laughs> and he finds me attractive. Yeah, that's so rare. <laughs> He's just trying to put positivity out into the world. Whatever comes back, comes back. So this is her I love for him. Well, it's a celebration every time we link up. Hashtag your lawyer's favorite lawyer. What? This is so strange. Oh, she's the litigator of the year. I mean, she's killing it. We gotta, like, appreciate this. Real yeah. recognizes yeah. real, Noah? Real is <laughs> recognizing real. Look at that. She can go to the office dressed like that. I mean, to be Good fair, though, she could use, like, I feel like her in, uh, interactions are a bit low. She, could use, she feels like she, she has a low like to, to fan ratio. Okay, press the bikini one. I, I guarantee that's a lot. 2,500. I feel like yeah, that's good. I mean, it's good, but. But yeah, she has like look, five this, digits in followers. She's, she's got 42,000 followers. So with she's only 2K, that's not a lot of engagement. Yeah, she's not engaging. Well, also, it, also it could also mean that some of her followers are fake. This yeah. is a little Instagram lesson for you. Or, I will say, there's not many OnlyFans pages where you could get legal representation. <laughs> she could be, she could be too, too busy doing this fucking law to engage with her Instagram page, getting people off of, you know, drug charges and stuff. Why don't you go uh, just bump up your Instagram page, lady? It doesn't seem like she's doing that kind of law. It seems like she's an ambulance chaser, right? Like, yeah, well, no, I, I was just kidding. Oh no, Vince Neil's cameos temporarily yes. unavailable. Segue. Happened, you mentioned the OnlyFans, which reminded oh. me of <laughs> Vince Neil. <laughs> this is well, a visual segue. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to, so, uh, right, that's true. Vince Neil does kind of look like Christy. Oh, Chris no, that's, yeah, that's oh. an insult to her. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like, he looks like, uh, you know, a, a... She looks like him 30 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she obviously looks better. Don't get me wrong, but I want to say that uh, that uh, cameo... he would definitely. Let's just say he would definitely have hired her <laughs> to represent him in the case of killing that guy. One hundred percent doesn't even Razzle, care what qualifications. I well, think uh, I wanna... Vince Neil looks more like the Amori, the reply guy. That <laughs> <laughs> told her she was beautiful. Oh my God! Well, the reason I, I mentioned this, like, we had a lot of fun a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago now, with Vince Neil's cameo page. And then, if you recall, like a week after, his really drunken one uh, went viral, which was this oh. one right here. Yeah. Uh, let's just let's just play it again. Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neil. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So. Uh, Keep on rocking, shout the devil, and uh, Whoa. Ben Doom. 
Yeah, do some feel good stuff at four in big old big old four oh you man. All right. See you later. Oh, well, hey, he's, <laughs> he's boom how. Hey, so I do some proud devil, man. I want to mention that the guy commented like, oh, my name is actually David. <laughs> he got his name wrong. So again, to quickly recap, he was charging $400 for these and like completely phoning them in, like a 30-second message. Uh, and we played all of them. Like you can clearly see he did four in one shot. He did this one. And at the time that we initially did this, Cameo only had the five most recent uh ones but now they've updated their interface and now there's more there's so many there's, oh a, there's wow. all these new vince neal testimonials again people paid four hundred dollars for this video and this and and he sets the price it's not like cameo sets the price you set the price cameo takes a cut can I just give Vince some credit? It looks like he's wearing a different hat in each one of these photos. He's got himself right. a kick-ass hat collection. These look like earlier ones. And I do want to mention, after this went viral, Vince Neil is now temporarily unavailable. Oh, Too much yeah. demand. Yeah. Too much demand. Too much color. So let's, I, I, we might have seen this one, but let, let, let's play it again. Hey, hey, Jake, this is Vince Neil from Molly Crew. Hey, buddy, just want to wish you a very happy birthday on New Year's Eve. And uh, this is from, uh, from, from, actually from Jess, Veronica, and Itchy. So have a, have a great birthday and uh, take care, man. We'll see you soon. Keep rocking. $400. He couldn't even remember the name. Like, those are three names. He's on a private jet. You can see in the reflection of his glasses. He has his phone right, right to his face. You couldn't just, like, take a second to remember these fucking 400 fucking dollars. Hey, this is Vince Neal. Uh, well, give a shout out to Itchy. Oh no, that's what my balls are. Cause I, <laughs> I don't wash them in fourteen days, and I got a long ass beard too. Uh, let's Itchy. see this one. This yes, one, he please. looks like a fucking murderer. <laughs> like he's a like a bank. He looks like he he's look, wearing face prosthetics. Yeah, right. he looks like, like David Koresh plus the Cyclones mascot, King Henry. You, you know what I realized? This is the only one. The reason why we're like so weird out by this is the only one where the shot isn't completely blown out by the window in the background or something. Like, oh. so that's I think that's why he looks so weird because this is what he actually looks like. <laughs> why do the people all put themselves in like the lower 30% of the picture too? Like John Cleese did that. <laughs> I, they just don't know how to use a phone. Yeah. <laughs> There's a display. You're looking at it. Why You're looking you at yourself. It? That's the best part. It's like, they don't care. <laughs> Vince Neal doesn't care. He just wants the money and go back to doing a, doing a shot. And then he's got... He's got... Oh, man. That's like supermarket one. He's got like uh, a little avatar of himself so you can compare what he <laughs> looked like 10 years ago to the mess that he is now. <laughs> Hey, Glenn, this is uh, Vince Neil here. Hey, buddy. I want to put hey, it. He buddy. says, hey, hey, this is uh, Vince Neil. <laughs> <I'm> like, who <laughs> am I? <laughs> you got to check my notes here. Oh, yeah, Vince Neil here. <laughs> Sorry, I've been on a bit of a bender. Vince Neil, y'all. Sounds like fucking Cousin Brucey, 60s on six. Hey, who am I? Oh, yeah. Cousin Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
This is uh, Vince Neil. Hey, uh, which one much member of Motley Crue am I? Oh, yeah, Vince Neil here. <laughs> it, I mean, it is possible that this is Mick Mars in a skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> he might really need to remind himself. Hey, Vince Neil skin suit on top of Mick Mars here. Just thought I would give a big shout out to Itchy. <laughs> The skin suit is very itchy. Skin suit is mighty itchy, <laughs> causing me a rash. Anyway, make sure to <laughs> shout at the devil for me. Oh my god. We'll see you soon. That, that's hey, just jet landed. I need to get some of that primo Peruvian baby. <laughs> CBS FM. Hey. hey Glenn, this is uh Vince Neil here. Hey buddy, happy uh 50th birthday. Very cool, man. I went through one of one of those myself. <laughs> Twenty um, years ago, am I right? What? <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god! This Did is he say one. I whoop de do one of those myself? <laughs> I whoop de do it in my pants, and now back to this message here. He said I uh, went through that myself yeah. at some point. This is like the conversation you hear, like in a hospital room between like roommates at a hospital. Yeah, it's like, you know, oh, they, what you have? Uh, diabetes? Uh, well, me too. I went through that too. I did some dialysis. He even, 59. Oh, he doesn't even know that he has a cameo. He's just a conversation <laughs> he's having with the guy in the next bed. And they record it, and someone makes that 400 from the, from the cameo app. Elder abuse. <laughs> it's the nurse at the home. She just films the. Hey, uh, Vince Neil here. Just had my catheter changed. Just want to give a shout out. A shout at the devil. Mr. Dr. Feelgood Itchy. Hey, hey, Glenn. This is uh, Vince Neil here. Hey, buddy. Happy uh, 50th birthday. Very cool, man. I went through one of those myself. Um, you're, yeah, we're gonna have a, you have a body shop at the Marble Arch and girls, girls, girls. Um, anyway, <laughs> you're gonna do the high shot with and a girl, 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 and then we shot at the devil, and then we live wire. This is like a man watching a man slowly die. Yeah, he's it's like I, I think I said this the last time, but it's like the T1000 going into the the lava at the end of Terminator <laughs> 2, and he's just phasing through all the songs he ever sang. <laughs> like, why, why, girls, girls, girls. Oh, God, help me. Oh, I, we, have boy, maybe, we have played maybe 20 seconds of audio, and there's so it's so rich with things to talk about. <laughs> Such a wreck. It'll be like that song. He even had a beard. Like It looks like he was eating like, like room temperature Malamars, and everything just got smeared up over his Around his face. <laughs> it, does, it looks like he has a, a, a bald spot on his mustache right here. <laughs> it looks, looks like, like he's wearing a choker. No, do you remember those? He's wearing like, a choker. Look, look do you remember at those magnetic video. toys where you would like magnetize the hair onto a guy's face? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what it looks like someone did to him, but they like Fuzzy those. Larry or something like that. <laughs> Fuzzy Vince. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, yeah, Fuzzy Larry here. I want to give a shout out to uh, Have a great birthday and uh, keep rocking. Game on rock. Now you got to you got, you got to close them all out. <laughs> all right, let's see. Is oh, it, was gets, this the same day? Different hat. Scattered. It looks like the same shirt and, and yeah. different glasses. It's got a Vegas Golden Knights hat. NHL. 
I wouldn't That's be surprised back if he, when he uh, was trying and he was actually changing his hats as he was <laughs> recording the videos. He wasn't yeah. trying to stop eating them Malamars, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got to look at go back and compare. Like, he's fatter. He's clearly fatter in this picture than the left one, right? Those are uh, fatter up there, but those are newer ones. Yeah, right? these are newer. So, yeah, yeah. you could see. You, I feel it's like in reverse chronological order. So, you could see the weight gain. Oof, uh, that bottom it's right so... one with the blue hat. Look at that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That, that like is the Ke best lighting. Because it's like, like proper lighting for him. That's why it looks so. It looks like Kevin James. He looks like the guy in uh, in Tiger King who stole the fucking uh, place from Joe Exotic. What's his name? Jeff? Like that was like eight years ago. I don't remember any names from that show. Yeah. Fair enough. Honestly, right, well, in, that, in, the, in the one with the blue hat, he looks sort of like a drag king. <laughs> like if it was like like a sort of chubby woman who they made up to look like a like a Miami douchebag. Yeah. That's her drag king persona. Yeah. Let's, okay, let's go to this one first then. I can see it. Hey, hey, Colby, this is Vince Neil here. Hey, buddy. Uh, Want to wish you a very, very happy birthday. You do, you do just like me. Happy birthday. You, you do. <laughs> happy birthday, you do. It's not like you said a Vera Vera. Christine, gonna need you to go back to uh, control of the media when you're done partying, all right? Go jack up some rent for me. Keep on rocking. You know, Mick Mars was a Jew. I don't know if I told you that. He just goes That's off. Why I, and George Soros, don't get me started. I mean, That's that would be worth $400. That's yeah. true. Mick Mars tried to do me out of $400. That's why God gave him scoliosis. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Colby, this is Vince Neil here. Hey, buddy. Uh, Want to wish you a very, very happy birthday. You do, you do just like me. Happy birthday months, not just days. So have a great That's birthday a and uh, keep... Yeah, you've definitely been, been having a happy birthday months. Vince Neil, yeah, maybe have a few less months of happy birthday celebration. Maybe a little less Carvel cake. Keep rocking, buddy. Hope to see you. Bye-bye. Keep rocking, buddy. Hope to see you. Casey All right, Gates. you fucking Jew. Get out of here now. Go do something. All right, last one. Things. Last one. Hey, hey, this is Vince Neal. Hey, I want to say happy birthday to TJ. What's up? Happy birthday, man. And I uh, just want to shout out to the whole Schmidt family. And uh, I guess you got to have a drink with Liam. So uh, keep rocking. Happy birthday. What I was That might have been the most coherent one. Yeah. I thought he was going to slip in another Jew reference there. I was hoping. I like his David Yurman necklace. <laughs> David Yurman? What is that? David Yurman. That's his. That's a medical alert bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> or necklace, I guess. Do not resuscitate. <laughs> if he's to sleep. Hey, uh, oh yeah, Vince Neal here. Just want to remind any paramedics coming to see me. That uh, if you're watching this, I'm dead. Please, please do not perform any CPR. And bring me back to life. Very happy to die. All right, keep on rocking. Well, the guy from uh, Big E. What's his face uh, from uh, Friday and uh, the No Holds yeah. Barred? Where am I looking? Scroll up. Oh, oh Tiny man. Lister. Yes. Oh, Zeus. Oh, oh yeah. my God. He looks half asleep. I mean, they don't have a way that's, of cropping up. Wait, that's phone. the video. Look. Wait, did, did that's the whole video? Like, Wait, don't play it yet. Don't play it yet. Hold on. Oh, that's the whole video? That's the whole thing. Look. That's it. It's not. <laughs> Someone requested him to do his famous You Got Knocked the Fuck Out pose from Friday. So he's just laying there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let's see another one. What was that? What was that? 
Hey, Victor, what's up, man? Yeah, it's Debo from the hit movie Friday and next Friday. Yeah, I still got that bicycle, fam. Just want to say, hey, man, congratulations on celebrating your anniversary. All right, well, we got it. So you can you can request him to be in character? Debo is character. I mean, it depends on the person, I guess, if they're willing to do that. Does he know he's not that guy? Good question. Uh, is this like heavily slanted toward the African American community? I'm noticing this as well. The whole, the whole page of Patreon is all. Oh, wait. Are you on like, did you click a tab that it's black? No, people? I'm on, oh, look, cameo.com oh, slash home. It's the home page. So they're just highlighting wow. black and queer voices. Oh, okay. I see. And Reggie Jackson. Just... Oh, my God. Rajay Davis. Who likes Rajay Davis enough to do that? He's probably, how much does he cost? Whoa! Look at, look at this wig. Oh, oh my goodness, Leslie. He's oh he's maybe he's not really office. bored and just shaved it down for the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess that's true. Yeah. Oh, come on. I was at least he knows how to frame himself and smile for the camera, unlike some of these other clowns. Well, not that the middle one. He's like lower half again. Yeah. Noah, fixes your it. mom and Diana and no. I want to. Whoa! Oh my goodness. That's weird. Wish you congratulations on graduating from eighth grade. Now, I know your graduation ceremony is not happening, um, but you're not going to get a lot of the good stuff. So get the cash instead. Yeah, get the cash because this is going to be over in a minute and you're going to be done with this pandemic and you're going to want to shop. You're going to want to shop hard. OK, you're going to want to hit the stores heavy. Yeah, like he's a cameo. That's yeah, this put, is worth $300, yeah. I feel. He put some effort. He <laughs> remembered the person's name. He knows who he is. And he put, <laughs> a little, he put a little touch of humor into it, too. Yeah. It's a pro. Excellent. Well done. Vince Neal, go look at his cameo, please. Take some notes, Vince. Rob, what are you going to get on cameo? No, nobody wants that. It would be funny That's to fast. see if anybody actually requests you. You should do it. Like, what do you, does it cost money set to the have minimum? a page? Yeah. No, minimum what, what should I set my price? What's the minimum? A dollar? Like, what can you... <laughs> what? No, seriously, I'm not, saying you're, I'm not saying you're worth a dollar. I'm saying set the minimum and just see what How happens. How dare you. Yeah, I, I guess I, I would do it for $5. A dollar is a little... Come on. I, I don't know what their minimum is. I want a milkshake out of it, at least. I would Maybe just log in with the Livecast credit card and make Rob say Jose Mangan is a piece of shit over and over again until he deleted his page. Okay, well, now he's not going to do Kingdom because <laughs> everyone's going to come up with yeah. that idea. <laughs> they were going to do that anyway. Also, you don't have to, like, you have to approve the the request. Yeah. You don't automatically have uh, are committed to it. You should do uh, it, Rob. I'll do it for you, sir. Thank you. Do it for like a month. Yeah. Well, well, I, I want to see what videos you wind up making. I mean, it would it would be closer to Vince Neil. <laughs> you should do. We should Maybe do one hook. where we all do cameos, but we do it like as Vince Neil. So yeah, we, that's exactly what I was gonna say. That, that if you want, all right? If you want a Vince Neil cameo. We just do it for you cheaper, and yes. we do it better than he does. Hey, hey, keep it rocking. It's a bit steel here, and uh, it says here that uh, Jim, <laughs> you're uh, 45 uh, 
according to uh, he's got extreme extreme girls 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 and uh, I just want to say that you sound too sober Rob and uh, I like girls 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 and I call them up on a live wire and then we uh, we uh, we wanted dead or alive and that's how you know my song but you get I'm, the point I'm in a hospital getting a catheter put in and I don't doctor feel good right now. <laughs> <laughs> someone please help me and keep on rocking now let me ask do they have to approve you Rob like, can Cameo say, no, you're not famous enough, stay off I mean, that's a good. that's a good question. I don't know. I think this week we need to find out these the answers to these pressing questions. It, Perhaps we run a poll to see if I should make a Cameo first, and then... All right. Hey, this is Vince Neal having a poll run up my butthole by a doctor right now. <laughs> I'm told it's very, very necessary. Uh, someone please help me and keep on rocking. Oh, Vince. Um, I also wanted to play, uh, not play, but talk about another throwback to a live cast meme. Uh, and this one's a big one. Uh, let's, let me share the screen just so you guys could see it. And here it is. Ah. <laughs> what? Wait, is, wait is a this minute. real? Wait a minute, but it doesn't, He's selling, it says, wait, we have yeah. an audio portion here. It says, Let's I am the, the table. Metallica's James Hetfield now selling coffee tables he built. And there's a picture of t a table, but it's got his face on it. I mean, <laughs> well, this, this, is, this isn't what he's selling. No, this is, a, <laughs> this, this, this is the I am the table meme. I would have bought that table. I'll be real. <laughs> you, you, well, uh, what's actually going on, uh, and also let's just, just for... A classic moment in live cast history. Like we seriously spent two years laughing about this, <laughs> at least, at least. Uh, but since James Hetfield's been sheltering in place, he's been hanging out at home. He's not touring. He needed something oh. to do. He has a he has like a craft shop. Because uh, James Hetfield's a man's man, and he's been built. He's built. He's been building these coffee tables, and so now they're auctioning off uh, the tables uh, for a for their uh, charity called the All Within My Hands Foundation, and all the money raised goes to like good causes, and it's I guess it's supporting welding programs, but the table doesn't support anything. <laughs> Yeah. Also, they look like a. It's a pretty small coffee table. This looks more like a table you'd leave like by your door to like drop your keys on. You know, like end table. Yeah, like an end, yeah, like an end yeah. table or like a nightstand or something. Maybe you could use it as an ottoman. Put your feet up on it. It's also looks, a, the, the, the ends are too sharp for them. There's a disclaimer that comes in the package with the table. It says these were all made like during his rehab, during his arts and crafts oh, no. uh, hour. Oh. So he was in severe withdrawal and shaking, so they may wobble a little bit. And they've got like water ring damage on all of them because he just put his beer beers. on there. Yeah. <laughs> he can get beer in rehab. He's a big star. He's a multi-millionaire. Yeah. Beer's okay. Come on, guys. Right? Am I right? I don't think so. 
I don't think so. So how much do, are these all sold now? Can yeah, we still I was going to say. Well, then it's an auction. So okay. Rob, how uh, much would you pay for those? How much would I pay for those? This is what you do with the money you make from Cameo. Oh, snap. No, see, so you, okay, that's fair. Isn't that how economics works? By the way, it's, so, called, it's called the COVID collection. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know that that's a great name. Yeah, that's a weird choice. He sneezes I mean, on the table and gives <laughs> it. They're all contagious. Yeah. Do you want to catch hey, COVID-19 from James Hey, Hedfield? you know, James Hetfield's DNA could be pretty valuable, I would say. You know, like uh, it might be worth more than the actual table if you could just clone James Hetfield. It's like that Rick and Morty episode. You just sneeze, he sneezes on the table and it starts, everyone starts falling in love with James Hetfield all around the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. So to clarify, you donate and the donation is equivalent like to raffle, raffle tickets. Tickle. Yeah. And then they, they pick names at random. So you don't even get a fucking table, definitely, if you give like $500 or whatever? Yeah. Correct. But your chances of getting it are higher because you're donating more. You, there are more raffle tickets in the pool. And of okay. all the charitable things we could donate to right now, this is for welding programs. <laughs> well, they they do sure. they do tons of uh, of charity stuff like that. They donated. It looked like for like, like some food, scholar food banks. Like, hey James, uh, we, yeah. we 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 have a Black Lives Matter or no no welding welding. Yes. You sure? Uh, could give to COVID victim. Uh, welding motherfucker. Welding. I, I mean. I guess, are black people allowed to take the welding program? What do you mean? Because then it could still, he could sort of say it's still a black charity. Oh. Okay. I'm just trying to help James out. I don't see why they wouldn't be allowed. Listen, like a, I don't know, I don't know where James stands politically. <laughs> like a KKK welding program? I mean, who do you expect to see if you walk into a welding class? That's, well, I guess. Certain yeah. type. Seems like uh, James Hetfield did have uh, some kind of a racist statements before, right? Didn't he do like a racist song that got released? Did he? Yeah, Rob. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Years ago, though. I mean, he's a changed man now. James Hetfield? I don't remember this. Yeah, it was like uh, he was. Some footage was released of him backstage at a show, and they were like he was making fun of rap music or something by rapping himself and like. Hey, he was drinking white this? wine at the time. It was like that, but not as, oh, he didn't do a Sieg Heil or anything. Well, there is a photo of him and Lars doing a Sieg Heil. <laughs> is that true? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. What was the context? There, I what? don't know the context. It's just a photo. I mean, they were they drinking were just white them. wine. They were at a Klan rally. Oh, okay. Well, that it is was funny. three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> with some proud boys that count Yeah. Let's see if oh, I'm trying to find reply guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was replying to Christina Gregoriopoulos, <laughs> and uh, he did a, he thought he would impress her by doing a see how yeah. Nazi scene. Oh my god! That's why he felt he needed to do uh, a charity. Here it is. Uh, here we go. Here I'll show it really quick. See how yeah. Oh, oh, oh dear. Oh, oh boy. Envy. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I can all, well, Lars looks like he's real into it. James looks like he's doing it. And there's this. 
Oh my well, god. We're, we're gonna, we should say what's going on for the audio. This would be well. This we've we've written about on uh, Metal Injection. It's what's Harry. It's uh, James Hanneman and Gary Holt giving a sick high. James Hanneman. Jeff. Uh, Jeff Hanneman. Sorry. Is that Chad with, Kroger? In the upper like left. I, I questioned. Uh, yeah. I thought it was him. At first. Uh, with Kerry King and Rob Flynn in the photo. So. But I mean, cool. Good stuff. I like so, also that that when you look up Sick Isle, James <laughs> Edmund Lars Sick Isle, the singer of Rob Shine is in the I search. Mean, oh, what? He pops up in any Sig Heil. Like a lot. It doesn't matter. Like what? You, you can just look up Hitler doing Sig Heil and you'll find him in there. Oh, he's like the opposite of a racist. He's, I don't say he's a racist. I just said his photos got into it. Just, it's very SEO, I guess. Is he the opposite? Yes. If you look it up, it would be a picture of the he's guy like, from He's like Ramstein. the least racist person you've ever yeah, met. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I say if you it, like German, you know what I mean? Even you could be the least racist person, you sound kind of racist. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he has great intentions, I don't know that he's the opposite of a racist. Just because he's well, they mock the that. I mean, just because he sounds like Hitler. Him. Why does he sound like it? Because he speaks. Because he speaks yeah. German. German just, just German sound, sounds. Hitler-y. German just sounds Hitlery. I'm sorry, Hitlery. Isn't that more on you? That's kind of like, you know, that's yes. kind of. A it's not on me. It's say. just, I, I, like I said, I'm not saying the guys are racist. I'm just saying. It is. I'm. I'm saying this is how you perceive it. So it is on you because German what you're is saying very, is not factually true. German is a very warlike sounding sounding language. It's I'm with Darren on this one. Aggressive and forceful. But it's very warlike sounding because you just don't understand what they're saying. Like to no, Germans, it's I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't understand what Italians are saying, but it doesn't. It sounds very mellifluous. I'm not making Germans this up. There's a you know German, like certain consonants that are emphasized make you sound more belligerent. Like I mean, German has like that very staccato kind of kind of speech pattern. You know? Rob, do we get a lot of downloads from Germany? Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah, they love heavy metal. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, okay. Well, then, then uh, never mind. I disagree yeah. with Darren. German sounds great. <laughs> they're the best. I think German people are awesome. I'm not saying they're all Hitler. I'm saying it's a very rough, rough language. What percentage of German people would you say are Hitler? <laughs> well, they've outlawed uh, any kind of racism displays there, right? So I would say yeah, it's very have left and stuff, or they're undercover. That's true. I think they've done more to combat like public uh, racism than any other country, just because of what any Western country, because of what they have to have in their past. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, there uh, is another story that I wanted to uh, talk about uh, before we wrap up. And this was honestly the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh, like the, so the tweet was Spanish porn star Nacho Vidal, who likes to advertise his aromatic candles shaped like male genitalia on Twitter, has been arrested on manslaughter charges following a man's death during a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. Every word of that owns. <laughs> So hard. <laughs> that is. Can you just read that again? That is. I, I just revel in every single word that you just said. Um, 
Hey, hey, Vince Neil here. Uh, Spanish, <laughs> oh, no. Wait, Spanish, I didn't give you $400. Shit, all right. You do this job anyway. Spanish porn star uh, Nacho Vidal, uh, who likes to advertise his uh, aromic, uh, aromatic candles shaped like uh, male genitalia on Twitter, has been arrested on manslaughter charges uh, following a man's death during a uh, mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. Do the, do the candles also have balls? Well, let's see. Uh, a porn star has been arrested on manslaughter charges following a man's death during a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. Spanish That's police to be repeated. Nacho Vidal was detained last week in the southeastern Valencia region in connection with the death of a man in July 2019. Media identified the victim as fashion photographer Jose Luis Abad. Good guy. The pr- <laughs> it's a tragedy. The police operation began following the victim's death during a celebration of a mystic ritual based on the inhalation of venom of the Bufo Alvarius toad, a police statement oh, said. Are you sure it wasn't the Bofa toad? <laughs> Bofa? Bofa, he's nuts. In the mouth. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I was setting you up. Thank you for this treatment. Uh, that candle definitely has nuts. Uh, So the article explains that the toad, a rare species which is native to the Sonoran Desert, stretching from northern Mexico into California and Arizona, secretes venom containing a very powerful natural psychedelic substance known as 5-MeO-DMT. So I get, oh, okay, okay. I think this is the toad that started Burning Man. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, I mean, DMT, I've definitely heard about being like a crazy uh, psychoactive. So I guess... Stands for Desmatitis. <laughs> uh, its effects have been compared to Ayahuasca. 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 I've never seen it written out. Ayahuasca. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Robert. I'm going to go now. <laughs> Rob, you're not the true pothead I thought you were. Rob, you're behind uh, Greg this is not po- uh, I mean, this has nothing to do with pot. Uh, it has been, they have conf- the effects have been compared to ayahuasca, a Apex. powerful host. Huh? What? Apex. Not Apex. What do what? you say wrong? Well, I thought you he, said, he said Apex. I, I said it's effects. How about you stop correcting me and open those ears and listen to what I'm saying? They're open. She's got penis candle wax in her ear. She can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and toad venom. Can we get no? Is Nacho Vidal hiding out in your house? <laughs> Can we pay four hundred dollars and get Vince Neil to read this article? Yes. So move on. It'll be clearer. Well, it's hey, I'm allowed to toad venom too. It found some ayahuasca. Did I say that right? Oh, hey, I think I got some of that in my IV bag. <laughs> Why name yourself Nacho Vidal? That just well, Nacho is a nickname for Ignacio in Spanish, so maybe it's not. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. I know that from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, that's right. But what? What's his real name? Is it even Ignacio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's his real name, Ignacio Vidal. Oh, the porn actor. I don't know about the last. I thought you were talking oh, yeah, about yeah. the Breaking Bad oh. character. Better 
Saul character. I could look it up. Maybe after the show. Well, we are wrapping it up. This show absolutely flew by. I guess. Oh. Uh, I guess the. Uh, His name is fun. Ignacio. His name is Ignacio, but not Vidal. Ignacio Gonzalez. Yeah, you never want to use your real name in porn because then people track you down. You don't want that. I mean, Sid just did a Google search. It was that easy to find him. <laughs> um, so that's going to do it for us. We're going to be back next week. Same sexy time, same sexy station. Being metalinjection.net slash livecast where you mm-hmm. watch it. We're also on all the streaming uh, stuffs. We're on Spotify, Stitcher. Apple Are we on Podbean? I think so. That's an Apple Beans. No! <laughs> yes. Remove us from Podbean immediately. <laughs> Unacceptable. Let's see. There's nothing cool about Podbean. <laughs> we are on Podbean. Hey, actually. look at that. We're very much on Podbean. How do we get on all these uh, like little ones? Just by, like, they get distributed by the bigger ones or something? The internet? Um, RSS feed? No, I I just submitted, yeah, I submit our RSS feed to all these services. Oh, okay. I didn't know you did that. It's a syndication. Good job, Rob. Killing Uh, it. So, yeah, we're on all those services, so you can stream. All of our archives are free, and if you want a little extra, and, and, you know, you you do listen to the archives, you feel like uh, you're getting a a lot of entertainment from us, you want to support the show, uh, please hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast for as little as $5 a month. You can get access to all of our bonus episodes, as I mentioned at the top of the show, which this month include a really, really fun movie draft where we each draft, like the movie stars all of us. And so we draft a different actor to play each of us and then a director and a writer. And we, we talk about the plot of the movie and it came out to be a really, really fun episode. You can watch that right now or listen to it at patreon.com slash metal injection livecast and so since it's the end i think there's only one thing left to do and it's uh and sit here awkwardly and it just sit here awkwardly well noah moans (laughs) noah we went over time over like the usual hour and a half so she were you having a relaxation session scheduled? You couldn't wait. I was uh, shouting out the devil. Uh... <laughs> well, uh, before we go, I want to ask Vince Neal to give hey. a shout out to hey. all, uh, all of our top live guests. It says right here that uh, to be a top live guest, you should uh, donate about $10 a month to uh, metalinjection.net. No. To patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. Come on, are all messed up. But uh, let me let me shout out these people. We got uh, Aaron, Eric. Uh, we got uh, Rabba Ganoush, who I will tell you, Rabba Ganoush is really good. Uh, AKA Justin. Then we got uh, 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 Ben Jamine. Then we got an L. Dubriana. Uh, then we got a. Whoa, Dan- whoa, whoa. You read that one wrong. Go back. Oh, let me do that again. He, that guy paid $400. El Duderino. That's a weird name. I never call anyone a Duderino. Well, maybe Razzle, but we know what happened there. And then we got Dan R. R. Stands for Are Razzle. We Done Yet? <laughs> uh, 
number six, we got cattle decaf. Vince Steele doesn't drink cattle decaf. He only drinks the finest. I'm not being. Keep it moving. We got Mindy May's uh, Kaipa. What's a Kaipa? I don't know. Vince Steele. Wayne Kaipa. Uh, we got uh, we got a croc destroyer. Vince Steele has destroyed some crocs in his day. Let me tell you, I gotta gotta wear a lot of them uh, when I'm out of the pool because it's uh, having a girls, girls, girls. <laughs> this is like roots. <laughs> yeah. We got a we got a Sam. I am. I is. I is. I am. When the who shout at the devil, buddy? Okay, rock and roll. <laughs> And now, hour three of the Patreon oh shout-out. So we got uh, Justin uh, and the gender, uh, Justin and the gender. These are two different people. Then uh, we got a shush, 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 uh, And finally, we have a few more. We got a uh, LaCroix. I'm a big fan of your, your sparkling water. And the uh, crustacean sensation, aka God Stompa. All right, I don't, I don't stomp God. I believe in God. I guess we through every day. And uh, number 15, we got Ash Bosleyov. Bless your heart, Ash. And uh, say hello to your mom. And uh, we got Dallas. I uh, I once played a really bad show in Dallas. Uh, I don't want to talk Oops. about it, so let me just move so on. Then we got a then we got a Rob of Pyro Pyro Pyro. I don't really like vampires, but I like Shane. Hey, buddy, how you doing, Shane? Hope you're doing well. Say hi. I'll pay you four hundred dollars to move along. And then we got hey guys, it's Josh. And uh, Josh, you know, that's how we got some nice tits. Way All sexier right. than the original. <laughs> so that's the shout outs. And uh, the music is done. <laughs> that was like the live cast version of Ladder Up and Ass. You said that they uh, came out at the very end to get everybody to leave, right? That's basically <laughs> what you just did. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm glad. We'll see you next week, everyone. Shout out to and Ass. It ain't smart <laughs> to leave a track. Because I'll find it when I'm back. It ain't smart to leave a track.